Australia's number one mumcast is NHM I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge. NHM I Got It From My Mama with Beck and Sarge. My daughter took her nappy off this morning and she's been practising the potty and she goes and sits on the potty and then she just pooed in her room in the corner this morning and <laughs> this time is really hard that training isn't it the potty like training having a puppy <laughs> <laughs> do it on the floorboards oh do it on the floorboards oh something else that's hard is blended families and it's interesting navigating the waters of a blended family it's becoming really common these days mm. and beck is here to guide you today <laughs> around blended families and special occasions we're going to talk a little bit about christmas we'd really appreciate it if you went to your podcast app and uh wrote a review wherever you listen be it apple Podcasts or Podbean. podcast addict is another one so great Jen 101 writes, love this podcast. It's so great to have such informative topics and a laugh at the same time. Oh, that's that's so nice. (laughs) It's good to laugh at yourself, I find. (laughs) Everyone else does. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) My kids laugh at me all the time. Either that or they yell orders. Mummy! Mum! Mum! Don't you want to change your name sometimes? (laughs) Mum. Change your name. Yes. <laughs> I'm no longer your mother. I answer to other kids, like other kids' cries of mum. I'm like, yeah, oh, sorry. My <laughs> Can, I help you? Today? Can I help you today? <laughs> NHM, I got it from my mama. Would love your support. To help out, review us in your podcast app. Win incredible mama and family experiences at nhmnewcastlehuntermamas.com. We're super proud to be sponsored by the Little Unicorn Early Education Centres at Honeysuckle, Broadmeadow and Charlestown Square. They're locally owned and child focused and all of their educators are highly trained and love children. My kids go to the Little Unicorn Charlestown and I'm so happy with their development. Not only that, but all the food is cooked uh, on site. Their menu varies from season to season and you don't even have to provide nappies the little unicorn does it all discover more the little explore play discover grow let's scroll together nhm newcastle hunter mamas on facebook and instagram NHM, I got it from my mama, Blended Families. Beck is going to guide us through blended families and special occasions today on the show. You were just saying that your kids are with your ex-partner at the moment and it's still a really hard time when they go away. I think on that last episode that we did at Blended Families, I think I remember saying that one of the biggest things that I was finding, because I was still relatively new yeah. about it at that with it at that point, but one of the biggest things that I was finding, people used to say, oh, enjoy the break and oh, you are so lucky having some time away from your kids. That is utter crap. It is horrible. Don't ever say that to a mother that has to take their children to the, uh, to the ex because it's really, you know, it's nice to have a night off. Absolutely. It's nice to have a night off knowing that they're back in your house. Absolutely agree. But having to give away your children for a, a period of time, whether it's one night, two nights, six nights, whatever it is, and is seeing horrible. them pack their little bags, yeah, and, oh, and having yeah. knowing that they're making memories and growing up somewhere else that you're not part of. Oh. That is super, super hard, and so and one that I understand fully, unfortunately, because of my life as it is. And I've been so much more mindful of that since you've discussed yeah, it on the show, for sure, yeah. and I've probably been one of those parents or 
mums in the past that has said, oh, a week off. I think everybody other, would, you know, really? and it's, it's not. Think, did you ever do it in the old days? Yeah, for, someone for else, sure. Think, I, yeah. Look, for sure I would have. Um, and I don't think people are being insensitive no. when they say it. But, yeah. yeah, it's just that's my advice. Don't say it to someone if you can help it because it actually is really hard. It really is. And, and I get where everybody else comes from, but, yeah, it's hard. So, and especially over the holiday season or when it's someone's birthday or something like that, that gets even harder. And um, I know on the NHM page over Christmas, we had a lot of people writing and saying, how do you coordinate Christmas time with your ex-partner? So from my point of view, I'm super, super, super lucky that we do get along, you know, as, as well as we should. And well, I think the one of the best things about trying to just keep it a little bit cordial with yeah, your ex is that it saves your children mm-hmm. in the long run. Oh, for sure. It? Absolutely yeah. it does. There's, look, there's no fight. We don't fight. We don't have to be best friends or anything no. like that. I'm just certainly not saying that. Um, and my kids actually the other day said to me, do you, um, do you love dad? And I oh. said... And, yeah, and the thing is, I'm I'm That's at so hard. At, it is hard, but I'm at there at ages now where I'm always going to tell them the truth. And so I said, no, I don't love your dad. And then my oldest goes, oh, do you hate him? And I went, no, I don't hate him. I like him. We're friends, but I don't love him. And you know, I think they need to know that. And we both both of us have different partners now. And so it's just a matter of explaining that to them. Even that in itself is really hard because my kids are young enough that they don't understand and they think that if my partner wasn't there that that means that um, their dad might be back. Okay. And, you know, that's not that wouldn't happen even if my partner wasn't, it wasn't there. So it's very difficult to explain that to them. But going back to special um, occasions, special occasions yeah. I am, as I said, very lucky to have, the, you know, have a good relationship with the kid's dad. And so we try to do it as best as possible for the kids. He's not close. So I guess that's good and bad for me, you know. Yes, I've got a bit of a drive to get them to where he is, but um, it means that he has them a little bit less than probably just, you know, every weekend, that kind of thing. So um, I'm luckier a lot of the time. So over Christmas, um, my partner's got one child and I've got three. So over Christmas, we had my three children for Christmas Eve and so for all the Christmas Eve celebrations and then we had them all day Christmas Day and they went to their dad's on Boxing Day afternoon. So I was very, very fortunate to get them for the real special occasions. My partner got his son um, halfway through Christmas Day, which was great because we went for a barbecue at at that time. So he was sort of there as well. But I know I've seen a lot of posts on the NHM with people saying, you know, what do you do? What do you do if you've got a blended family and um, some of the kids are there in the morning ready for presents and some of them aren't? Do you wait? Do you wait for presents or do you let them open them or what, what do you do? And that was an issue that we found last year when we first started our family and um, we we thought, no, you, how can you possibly say to three I kids know. under seven? And they're so young. Hey, no, you have to wait. <laughs> but Sanders there, he's been, but no, you have to wait. So we said no. We, we always do a lot of presents for all of them. So we put those aside and they're cool with that. And we take them to the family celebration and we get to the family celebration and my, um, my partner's son gets to open his and they sit there patiently because they've already had theirs. 
and then they um, and then they all open their all gifts and then they go play with their all gifts. Okay. Um, then they know that a couple of days later they've got another Christmas. So they're actually pretty, pretty lucky when yeah. you can explain it to them like yeah. that. What's the hardest thing about it, do you think? Uh, well, the, the, look, the hardest thing, as I said, is definitely having to give them away. So at, at some point over some kind of, you know, a holiday season, whether it's or Christmas an aspe- or Anzac Day or occasion, Easter, yeah. Yeah, any, any of those days or birthdays, you're going to be without your child. Mm. So for me over Christmas, for instance, I had them then until Boxing Day, but then the time between Boxing Day and New Year's, I don't have them. And so it's – and it's still – you know, you can still see families out and about. That's hard. It's very, very difficult. If you've got a friend that is going through that, invite them over. Yeah. I really, really stress it. Invite them over because they need – they would need to get a little bit of support and just have a friend, know, knowing that a friend's there for them. So that's, that's – So have your surprise. friends been the biggest yeah. help to you during that time? Yeah, yeah. for sure. And my mum. So I went and spent, spent a night with her. So that was nice. And But I've mainly been mainly been studying, to be perfectly honest, yeah. <laughs> which is good a good timing. So you do get to fit some stuff you in. You do have to fit some stuff <laughs> yeah. in. But look, it is holidays and birthdays and all the rest are really, really, tr- really, really tricky. And I know I saw another person post about what do you buy? Like, you know, how do you coordinate between the ex? What do you buy them for Christmas? But oh, yeah, right. we, in our situation, we don't. Um, move toys we only move kids between us so it doesn't really matter what you buy and we because they're not there so often with him they all got bikes this year so the bikes went up to him and he gets the old bikes and he doesn't have to buy new bikes which is great so that's how we've sort of done a few things but it's still very hard and navigating just from Mm. day to day yeah it seems like the overarching point is to try and keep the relationship with your ex yeah, as civil sure. as possible. Yes, absolutely. And I think – Look, I can't imagine, but hard. I'm sure it must be easier said than done because it things is. that they do would trigger you yeah. and then you know you've got to it try is. not to react. Uh, absolutely. But, but as far as I'm concerned, if I didn't have that relationship with him, then – it's natural human instinct for someone to become a bit spiteful. The last two years, he's true, op- yeah. he's graciously given me Christmas Eve and, and Christmas Day, and then he knows because we we were together at one stage. He knows how special those two days are for me, so he's given them to me. I can guarantee you that if we didn't have a good relationship, he'd be like, "Well, no, you had them Christmas last year. I get them Christmas again." So keep you know keep That's that true. relationship. Yeah. Then it doesn't become about the power play. Or the spitefulness, because that can happen very easily. It just becomes about the children and what's going to be best for them. Because that's all it is for us. I'm not trying to get him back. He's not trying to get me back. That's just try. And I know half of that is about like just being quiet and not saying anything back as much as you would love to get yeah. out a little comment. And that would be good. It's not worth it. It's just, it, That's in my opinion, it hasn't been worth it. And, yes, that doesn't happen in all situations. I understand that completely. Sometimes it's just not possible. How do you deal with that when you feel like you want to react to him and you feel like you want to engage? Most of the time we we, we communicate via text yeah. anyway. So I'm able to better? put my phone down, yes. Yeah. Um, and when I see him, look, I'm really not – I'm really not phased. We just pass the children. We say, say if there's anything that needs to be said. Um, I know there was um, a lady in Newcastle that put had put out a um, a book type diary thing that meant that it could go with the kids. So you, if you had a relationship with with 
we didn't have a relationship with your ex, you could write things down okay. in that book, like, oh, so-and-so's been sick this week, so make sure they've got this and that kind of thing. If it was still a bit raw for if you. If it was a bit raw, yeah. yeah, and you wanted to keep it civil but you didn't want to talk to him or somebody else was doing the drop-off for you or something like that, you could have that diary. I think that's a cool idea I as do well. I do too, yeah. Yeah, but um, I haven't I could see it. especially in the early days as well. Yeah, that's that right. That would be super hard. That's right. And, you know, someone might move on quicker than someone might anticipate yeah. and that's really hard. So, yeah. But I think the number one thing is just make sure it's about the kids and not about you yeah. and him. And that's when I studied family law, you know, the number one thing they say is what is in the best interest yeah. of the child. And that should be at the forefront of what you want and also your ex-partner. It doesn't it should. matter what is between you guys. You both want yep. your kids to be as happy and healthy as yep. humanly possible. I right? think absolutely. You're dead right. I think the other issue that has come up for us, which is interesting, is over special occasions when you when you buy presents. It's been a, it was really hard for us to try and keep everything even. So across oh, okay. the year, yeah, I see. Across the year, I've bought my three kids presents that I've put aside for Christmas, and I've laid or I've done, you know, I've done that kind of thing. And I did a couple for my partner's son, but then I left it up to him because that's his child, and so I've I've left a lot of it up to him, and he left it to the very last minute because he's a man. Let's face it. Yeah. And so it then became a bit. Oh gosh, my children have thousands of presents. Oh god. And he doesn't. So we had to race out and get some others. So that's something that you sort of have to be a bit wary of as well. And it can get really hard because he's got a huge family, and they're very very generous and they give lots, but they're naturally going to give more to their their actual grandson at the moment and so mine see the him opening thousands of presents and all this and they go oh you know like it's oh look presents is such a tricky hurdle so creating mindfulness around those yeah i think we need to be and i think um you know it will get easier as they get older because they'll probably get different you know it's different things it's not so much about toys and things like that so yeah but you do need to be careful about stuff like that because it can be seen oh you love this one more and this one you know and oh that's just a real tricky tricky hurdle in the early days Mm. i'm really grateful for you sharing your (laughs) blended family knowings on the show and we'll have more in the future no doubt but this is the case for so many people these days and it's a reality and it's it involves at the end of the day them living happier and healthier lives so Mm. let's create happier blended families lovely let's scroll together nhm newcastle hunter mamas on facebook and instagram